When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about, it's the Bears podcast, and we are going to talk about the Bears, but I think we might just talk about the Cubs for a little while, because A, it's more fun, and B, I'm going to get the thoughts of my co-hosts here, Mike Pusateri and Mike Prasnowski. Guys, how are you? Doing fantastic after the news that broke yesterday that Craig Council is going to be the Cubs manager. Oh, I thought you Yes, yeah. I thought you were just... You didn't do an emergency podcast last night on the Drew Smiley picking up his option? <laughs> I thought that's what, I that was not what the emergency That's what I thought you guys were talking about. I'm like, well, I guess. Actually, it was about Jared Young getting claimed uh, on waivers by the Cardinals. That's a, that's a yes. real loss. Yes, it is. Jesus. I, don't, I mean, come on. Jed clearly took his eye off the ball. He got distracted. <laughs> Lost his you know, fourth best hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to thank you for having me on the the Beers and Beat Guys podcast. Uh, That's right. What do you guys are joining? Oh, is that not? The, is it, oh, you know what? I have a, <laughs> I have a non-alcoholic beer. Oh well, so it's pretty wimpy. What kind? What? What? What, what kind of non-alcoholic though? What do you got? It's a uh, Penn's Penn's Best. It's quite good. Actually. Oh, that's good. Quite nice. Good. Yeah. Praz for the nobody can see him, but uh, Praz is wearing the helmet with the beer cans on both sides. And he's drinking yeah. through a straw. He's having some, uh, looks like a, a Goose Island 312. Is that what you got there? Yep. Goose 312. And I'm drinking a Two Brothers uh, Domain DuPage. Nice. It says, no wrong way to say it. I don't know what on this can they think people can't pronounce. It says, Two Brothers, Artisan Brewing, Domain DuPage, French Style Country Ale. Pretty much one way to say wow. all that stuff. I don't, uh, I guess if you get drunk enough... Who knows how you'll say it. Right. So, right. yeah, so I did a uh, I did a podcast with Tom Loxus last night, and then uh, we couldn't decide. We fought to the death as to who was going to release it, so we just both released it. And then, Prez, I know you guys uh, did one, so you want to give your pod a quick plug? Yeah, so uh, last night, myself and John Oliva, along with uh, the guys from uh, Barrels and Barrels, another Cubs podcast, uh, we... Another crossover. You know, we we part. Yeah, we did a little crossover episode to discuss uh, the Craig Council hiring. Um, if you want to go check that out, that's on the Chicago Sports Bums YouTube page. Uh, Bums in the Bleachers. It's the name of the podcast. New Council in session is the name of the episode. And Mike Pusteri, how did you celebrate the uh, the news? Uh, I was not. Uh, I was not doing a podcast last night, so um, I celebrated by uh, just uh, having a few shots of uh, not a few shots, a few glasses of bullet bourbon. So very exciting. Yeah. Quite so, a day. Quite you, a day. 
Are you the one to thank for getting Bob Odenkirk a new Cub hat to wear when he's picketing? You know, I, I'm going to take credit for it because I was he was at Disney the same day I was at Disney. It was a big Unity picket, and uh, so I'll take credit for it, even though I did not I did not see him there that day. Yeah, I think it's cool that he always wears a Cub hat when he's doing that. But he, the original yeah. one he was wearing, he clearly sat on it at some point, yeah. and the bill didn't wasn't curved at all. It was just completely had been folded in half. It was making an upside down V while he was wearing yeah. it. It did not look good. Yeah. Now he's got like a retro so, one. So yeah. Again, much, I'm going to take credit for giving that yeah. to him. Looks so more like a guy come on, is worth, I don't know, 40 or $50 million. He looks Something looks like a little that, better yeah. than the yeah. one that he got out of it. He looks like he had the cub equivalent of the hat Joe Madden used to sh- shove down his pants. His dad's old angel's hat. <laughs> his dad's old angel's hat. <laughs> Maybe that's what Bob was doing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was. A little song, a little dance, a cub hat down your pants. Little 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 cub's hat down your pants. Little song, little dance. A little seltzer in your pants. So uh, I, we did this on our podcast. On a scale from 1 to 10, how, how shocked were you when you found out that the Cubs had hired Craig Council? Like, like a 55, <laughs> if we're going 1 to 10, because... I never thought in a million years after the vote of confidence that Tommy Boy gave uh, David Ross on the last day of the the season that they would ever even consider making a move like that. Yeah, I was I was uh, easily at 10. I I was checking Twitter. I was just actually leaving the picket lines and I saw Rosenthal's tweet and it was his tweet was something like. Chicago Cubs hire counsel. And I'm like, right. like a lawyer? What? Right. Wait, 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 wait. What do you Craig counsel are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, wait, here? as manager, like, can you be a little you got a few more characters to spare there? So then I'm trying to figure tech and everything was like Cubs hire counsel. And so it was like, I did they fire Ross? Did they really do this? Um, so yeah, I was I I was pretty so I held out hope that they would do it at the end of the year because you know although you know ross is like a a a, a, a stepbrother yeah. to the rickest there's one thing the rickest love more than uh, family it's money and i, I cannot have been too happy <laughs> you know, about that part of both uh-huh. yeah in one they, shot one huge shot yeah so i was absolutely stunned delighted it's uh incredible still stunned i'm still stunned we i was thinking about it i i, I was I said on the pod last night, I was on a scale of one to ten. I was a billion. I, I hadn't. I literally hadn't considered. It. Yeah. Like I, I literally thought when he, I knew it was his decision day. You know, it was like signing day. It was, Craig was gonna pick which hat was he gonna put on, which hoodie. Right. Nice to wear <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I'm like, just go to the Guardians. Just get out of the National League. Just leave right. us alone. And never dreaming that and so i was literally i was was at lunch and i'm looking at my twitter mentions and somebody's on there like hey is it a taco bell celebration day and i'm literally at taco bell i'm like every day is i'm like that's weird and i'm going through like what's what are we so excited about and i thought oh maybe councils left the league and i literally had i had to read like four tweets to figure it out Hey, me too. It was like, I, wait, it was like being in the middle of a. It was like being at the, not even the middle, like being at the end of a conversation. I'm like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I would not have suspected it. Now, uh, I, th- I thought about it though. The, the 
this kind of tracks for the Ricketts, right? Like they were, they wasted how many millions of dollars on Scott Walker? That's guy. He's going to be our president, Scott Walker. And then as soon as he couldn't win, yes. it's like, all right, all right. We hate Donald Trump. He's a scumbag. Hey, Don, how much money do you need to get elected? So them changing boats in the middle of the stream is pretty on par with them. This one, I I think, is far more productive than their other. Far more, far more productive. Yeah. And as for the vote of confidence, I would just think to. Well, one of the things my dad always said, which is a, a pat on the back is only about two and a half feet from a kick in the ass. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what yeah, David, that's a good that's one. What David remember Ross that. got. Um, <laughs> but man, you got to give it up for him because I uh, clearly, uh, all the reports were that they did not approach the, bre- uh, the Brewers or council before November yep. 1st. So this all happened within a few days. Jed flew down to Florida on Sunday morning to tell Ross in person. Yep. So they kept it a secret for at least 24 hours uh, it, it really bold just I'm flabbergasted at this move shocking you know i put I and who would have thought oh, go ahead well, I, was, I was gonna say who would have thought if we were if we were discussing this a week ago if the question was who's gonna get fired first flus or ross yeah <laughs> yeah this is the week that the flus was supposed to get it nope. yeah <laughs> you know i right. i posted first the gif and then the full video of um of Pesci getting whacked in Goodfellas. But thinking about the, thinking of Ross opening the door on Sunday, it's it's Matt Damon at the end of The Departed, where he opens the door and there's Jed and he knows he's fucked. It's over. He's, yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, he must have known, like, I mean, Jed's not going to show up because no, how does he, he know Ross is there? He's always to call him or text him, like, yeah. hey, buddy, uh, you around in yeah. three and a half hours? By. I can see Ross thinking, oh, that's nice. Jed wants to come by and say hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he I'll saw make it some as a toaster flag, strudel. You know, It'll be fun. You know, maybe he could have seen it as a red flag in the fact that if a Cubs front office member drives down to Florida, that's usually a sign of a managerial <laughs> change coming soon. Right. Well, last one happened in Florida. Yeah. Too. Right. Right. So did, you, did, did you stop and buy wine at a convenience store? Yes. <laughs> to, to woo your my replacement? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got into the whole thing, well, I did, about that Ross deserved this more than Ricky Renneria did when Ricky got fired. Agreed. Sure, no doubt. So, I just, I, I know there are people like, poor Matt Spiegel's having a hard time with it. Um <laughs> I heard him yesterday. He was wallowing, and then today he wrote this weird column for their website, where it basically, but David Ross was nice to me repeatedly. Mm-hmm. How could this happen to him? And I got to think about that, and it's like you know he 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 lost his job one day. Just walked in, and they said, "Yeah, you're not. Uh, there is no more. What was it? It was when Spiegel and Goff, right? Or uh, McNeil, maybe. I was mad. when McNeil like was holding out for as long as he yeah. was." But, you know, it's like he was the minute you take one of those jobs, you know, you're going to get fired. It's just a matter of when David Ross was going to manage the Cubs until he until he was 65 and then get a gold watch and go retire or keel over in the dugout. He was going to get fired. So this whole thing about, oh, it's yeah, it sucks to be him. He'll be the way it works. He'll be a manager again. Right. And some teams talk themselves into him. He's got millions and millions of dollars. He's going to get paid three and a half million next year. He's got World Series rings. He's having a great life. You know what I mean? He's fine. Yeah. He's... yeah. And you brought it up with Loxus too that like 
he, uh, you know, it, the Cubs have not had many managers last five years or more like Joe Madden or Jim Riggleman did. Like, you have – the list is very player? short. For Joe Madden and Jim Riggleman. <laughs> the last two, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Donnie and I were talking about the fact that it's like, God, Ross is going to make it to at least five years. I mean, come on. Of all the guys yeah. they've had, you know, Dusty didn't make it to five. There was a reason for that. Lou didn't make it to five right. because he said, I'm done. Go screw right. this. Right. What, What's that, Mom? Even remember? What's that, Mom? You've fallen and you can't get up? I'll be right there. <laughs> like, do, do you guys even remember the last time a Cubs manager got offered an extension? Because obviously, well, you know, Ross no one did. before Ross, Ross did. Before Ross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Riddleman hmm. must have. He did, There's no way he had a five-year contract. So he no, had, had no gotten way. two contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, before that, I mean, I don't – it's probably – knowing the way the Cubs were running, the, it, Leo was probably on a series of one-year <laughs> contracts. I'm sure he was. <laughs> right. Well, let me ask you, does the college – of coaches count if you measure it in manager years. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you give each of them like year. a year of service time right, just for right. managing yeah. a game, then yeah. Then that, then that would count. But the college didn't last five years. No. They flunked out after. I don't know how long it lasted. Did it go more than a year? I, I don't think it went more than I a year. I can't imagine. I mean, I can. They're the Cubs. Yeah. Um, I like the move because clearly it's it's – it's meant to so they can hire so they can go sign Shohei because Shohei has long talked about his love for Craig Council and how that's the guy he wants to play for him. So Jed saw that <laughs> and focused in on it. Um, but yeah, it'll you know the the pessimist in me worries that this got sold to Tom with like look at this yeah we pay the manager eight million we don't have to do shit with payroll the guy wins with anybody this is gonna be yeah. great. Um, yeah, I do. I'm heartened by the fact that if I know, I think I know Craig Council, at least his intellect well enough to know, he got assurances when he signed that uh, deal. He had to. He had to. Absolutely. For like, sure. Okay, you're going to go out, and I'm not going to have to have Rowdy Telez playing first base and batting cleanup <laughs> in a playoff game. Am I like you're going to go find me somebody? Yeah, yeah. That the Brewers were unable or un or incapable of doing. Yeah. No question about it. And then it was funny to see the people who were trying to, like, piss on it. And they're like, well, man, look at his postseason record. It's terrible. Yeah, it's never it's like, oh, Look at the teams he drags into the playoffs. Yeah. That's why. And and look at the teams that have beaten him. Every time he's been to the playoffs with the Brewers, he's gotten beaten by the team that went on to win the National League pennant. So he got beat by quality opponents yeah. every time out. Yeah. I mean, they... They had two cracks to win the pennant in 18, right? That was when they the, – the, the brilliant strategical move. They started Wade Miley two games in a row. Yeah. yeah. They'll never see a call. one better. He'll, he'll face one hitter. Their whole lineup will be screwed. And somehow Dave Roberts was like, uh-uh. Like they, didn't, they did not load up on lefties or on righties against Wade. Right. They played just their normal lineup, and it didn't work. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, and they haven't won a series since then, but you're right. I mean, they lost to the Nats in that wild game because Trent Grisham was like one of the best defensive outfielders in the National League. Completely botched a line drive, turned it into a triple. And that screwed him in that one. Um, yeah, it's it worked. It's perfect. I'm I'm so glad the Brewers have never won shit. And then the one real good asset they had, you know, this is what the this is what the Cubs are supposed to do, right? Yes, you're the absolutely. one large market team in your division, and you act like it. And yep. you look at what the other yep. teams have, and you're like, ooh, Milwaukee's got a nice manager. They can't afford to pay him what we can. We'll just take him. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. That's... And they ne- and we, uh, finally, and they never do it, but they finally, finally, finally are doing it, or did it at least. Yeah, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. Sadly, I think we are stuck with a Packers fan as manager, but you know, we'll learn to live with that. Yeah, yeah that's. Okay. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I've got to rethink this whole thing. Yeah. Although, what was what was Ross? Do we think? Yeah, you know, who knows? Jaguars fan or something, right? Or no, or maybe a Falcons fan. Wasn't from Atlanta? Wasn't Joe a Jets fan because of Joe Namath? And he that sounds about right. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't like what? wear a fur coat in the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had a little. Like, he had to have a little Eagles fan in him. Did yeah, Joe? Yeah. Must have a little Eagles. Yeah. And um, he played. Uh, I don't know if you know this. He played college football. And he talked about that incessantly. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's good. Uh, yeah. It. Uh, it was completely unexpected in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, now all I really need him to do is to at his press conference, um, literally show up and hand suitcases to Ian Happ and Nick Madrigal and. <laughs> I'll be the happiest Cub fan ever. I won't, I won't have anything to complain about. It'll be great. Yeah. Possibly Chris Morrell means one Soto's coming back. Yeah. You know, I would guess. Here's a wild idea. I would guess uh, Craig will try to find a position for. Um, That's true. Play. There's a thought. Yeah. Kind of like I could just see him like standing by the cage at the first, uh, like the beginning of spring training. It's like a like Lou Brown looking at him going. What yeah. position does he play? Oh, he doesn't play one. He does now. Yeah. Find him one. Yeah. Well, I hope he's already called him and been like, start taking ground balls, Christopher, if you're playing third base. He should certainly they, be, he should certainly be taking ground balls at third base until or unless they sign a third baseman. Then he go take balls somewhere else. I mean, but there's right. got to be some kind of plan. That's just ridiculous. 
Speaking of ridiculous. <laughs> what a segue. Oh, boy. Uh, we have the um, one of the oddest Thursday night football games. Thursday, it, this game was built for Thursday night. Like, th- actually, Thursday night was created for Bears-Panthers. Where the Bears, for once, they can't lose. If they win, they win. If they lose, they win. Because they're they have both number one picks of them and the opponent. Amazing. How, if there is a way to botch it, though, we'll find out because it'll happen. Right. Could this be the game though that could be the nail in the coffin for getting Eberflus replacement season? Because if you lose to the Panthers, could be. I mean that just shows you you can't do much worse as a coach than that. Well, and especially coming off the heels of what the Cubs just did to Ross, who was. Arguably the best of the manager coaches in town. And they shit canned him. And Plus is, you know, it's fine this time here. Yeah, I would think he's. Yeah, Ross is probably two right behind Billy Donovan. I mean, Billy's actually had success. Billy has had great success. Yeah, great success. But other than that, there's not right. a lot. There's not a lot of proven anything. No. I do like. Uh, I'm going to say I like him and then hopefully get his name right. It's Luke Richardson, right? The Black the Fox coach. coach, yep. Mm-hmm. I just, every time I see him talk, I like him. Just He just seems like he's just, like, he's not, he's just no room for bullshit with him. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Like, I like that. He looks, he looks and feels like a hockey coach. Right. Um, Matt looks like a guy who is confused by the McDonald's menu most of the time. <laughs> What's mother uh... sauce? Don't worry, it's too complicated. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Who, who are Eggman and Saucy Boy? <laughs> Sir, How many a, pounds is the quarter West. pounder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Matt. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so the Bears play the Saints on Sunday, and it was everything we I, everything we previewed basically it was weird it was weird and dark in the dome and um yeah and then the bears actually played well for a half they did um, they looked damn the good defense, for the first half. as much as it felt like they were getting you know felt like the saints could march up and down the field at will the defense kept stopping them they kept them from pu- ever putting the game away for sure and then mm-hmm. um tyson got in the very giving mood <laughs> yes. interception interception fumble DJ Moore even that's how bad it got. DJ Moore fumbled. I didn't think it was possible. DJ Moore fumbled, yeah. I didn't think anybody could rip right. the ball out of his hands. Yeah. Well, this is gonna sound a little bit like well, other than that, how did you like to play, Mrs. Lincoln? But other than the turnovers, Tyson Bajan actually did look pretty pretty good. Yeah, I, it's it's another weird uh, and even the turnovers, right? So the the two interceptions <laughs> So it's bad to try to make these. First interception, yeah. ter- terrible pass. Just a terrible. I, you, I, that you, one. There were four. I, I was honestly surprised the Saints didn't knock the ball away from each other. There were four guys going after that yeah. ball. That was terrible. His second interception was uh, was a little bit behind. It was Mooney. It was a great play by the defensive back. That's yeah. You expect that to get knocked down. You don't expect that to get intercepted. The third one was way behind. Yeah. That was a pick. That was a bad throw. Mm-hmm. And the fumble is not his fault. I mean, those the quarterback getting stripped in the pocket. I mean, what you got eyes in the back of your head, um, right? Right. And he had played really well, especially in the first half. You know, he threw for 100, almost 150 yards. He ran for almost 60. 
We're confident, poised, all the things. Yeah, ran well, ran the boot well. So I think we can say the Bears have found their backup yes. quarterback. Yeah, he's a legit. Yes. He's an NFL quarterback. No, and that's, and that's no small thing to find that because I mean, you look no, around we, the league. How many? How many have we had? Yes, how many have we had? And you right. look around the league, even right now, where teams are having to go their backup, and they have no chance to win. Like when the Rams, when they went to Green Bay and Matt and Matthew Stafford couldn't play, there's no way they can win that game. If Brent Rippon is their backup. <laughs> the Giants are on their third. They're down to Tommy DeVito, who yeah. couldn't even oh, keep I, the job full-time at Illinois. Well, I, and he's I, their quarterback. Yeah, right. Well, and as you pointed out, he got whacked at the end of Goodfellas. Yes, so right. what, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's that's a good thing. So this, I wanted to bring that. I'm glad that you said it the way it did because it made me think of something. I could take notes, but why would I want to do that? Um, I made the big mistake of clicking on a Bleacher Nation Bears link. Whoa. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> whoever Luis Medina is, they're not a. I mean, there's a there's a gaping head wound there somewhere. But he was all upset that Getzy said that it doesn't really like their game plan is set up so that either Bajan or Fields can play. And he's just lost his mind. Oh my God! How can you do that? How can you? you there's no way that they can run the same plays and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah. Have you been watching? Like, <laughs> other than you're not going to do. Like, you're not going to put in, you're not going to call any of the design quarterback runs with Bajan. But the other stuff. It, yeah, all the throws are still the same. All the throws are still the same. The fact that, you know, you um, try to spread the field, leave a little room in the middle of the field in case he needs to scramble. I mean, that's, the only difference yeah. would be Justin will do it fast, will run faster. Like, Tyson will, th- will get rid of the ball faster. Justin will run faster. Otherwise, you can run the exact same stuff. That's sure. that's right. why it's one of the reasons why Bajan they were comfortable with him as the backup. They don't have to change the whole offense just to put the backup in. No, I think it's still run boot. Right. But Bajan ran the boot. Well, he, he could still yep. he can run fine. Yes. Yep. And by the way, it's the middle of the NFL season. You're not changing an entire NFL offense. <laughs> you know, on a Tuesday practice. I mean, you know. Well, this is the same guy though. And that guy got on a wormhole. I started wormhole rabbit hole wormhole. I'd be going to a different. Different galaxy. Uh, different galaxy. Well, right? I kind of <laughs> yeah. felt like I'd gone through one. How <laughs> many boys are warm all? So there were rumors that the Bears had talked to the Panthers about Brian Burns at the trade deadline, which is not a real shot because they originally tried to get Burns in the trade where they got DJ Moore instead. And this guy's like, oh, what that tells me is that they're going to keep uh, – they're open for business on defensive ends, and they're just going to – and it's like, um, they, they got one. Yeah, an expensive one. Did you not notice Very that? Very expensive one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they certainly should keep looking. But this it's funny, yeah. this, this idea, it's like if they called the commanders about Montez Sweat and they called the Panthers about Brian Burns, they were expecting to get both. Clearly in this mm-hmm. guy's mind. Yeah. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's not how this works, right? You don't, you know. Other teams have a say in whether you take their players or not. So you may have to call several teams and try to find out who's available and then what they want, and then maybe you're lucky if you can get one of those deals done. Yeah. Woo. Yep. So that's a that's a page I will not I will not be clicking on those links uh, ever <laughs> ever again. It made me feel a little bit better about their cup coverage. Just, <laughs> there only, you go. Just only, only a little. Um. I, I will admit, maybe you guys had the same thing. I wasn't sure Montez was playing. I no, didn't hear or see too much. I literally, I literally went. I googled Bears number ninety. I'm like, isn't Montez Sweat ninety eight? Because ninety eight was doing nothing. He did show up 
in the second half on a couple of plays where actually he um <laughs> it's like this is the best the Bears could do these days. Instead of actually like shedding the tackle, he was yeah. he was down to the the thing Khalil Mack would do just he's so effing strong. I'm sure Montez is too, where he was just like ram it trying to ram the tackle into the quarterback. Like I can't get around him, but I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just slam you into him. And he almost forced a fumble on Carr. Uh, but it took me a while to like I didn't know what number he was. I hadn't you know I hadn't looked, and I was kind of like, oh, let's see if I can find him. Yeah, it's not like I don't think that he has a chance yeah. to be good. It's just, the, it's it's funny. Typically, I mean, we, we all think of, nobody's ever going to duplicate this. Like, Cleo Mack's debut, where yeah. he, he almost single-handedly right. wrecked that game against the Packers. Like, he was everywhere. He was literally just ripping the ball out of guys' hands. Yeah. Uh, it was not quite the same uh, with, with Montez. But it was nice to see that he fits in really well with his teammates and that the the agreement to not ever get actually get a pass rush is still right. intact. Never to wake up the opposing quarterback. Right. Never give him even a, sl- a little scare. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I will admit that I thought, and I made fun of them both because, you know, I, I just do. But I thought Jack Sanborn and TJ Edwards both played really well. Yes. This is probably the best game we've seen from Sanborn all season. It's because he went back to the position he can actually play? Is that why? Mm-hmm. So maybe the the coach next year <laughs> <laughs> can yeah. look at like Tremaine Edmonds' skill set and go, I know you've been a middle linebacker forever, but we could make you the weak side linebacker and let you just wreak havoc. And then right. Jack can like clean up the mess in the middle. Because he really, you know, I mean, he made a lot of really nice plays. Much as I like to make fun of Jack Sanborn, I make fun of him partially because I do acknowledge, and I acknowledge last year, I think he's a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, maybe the Bears should just sit out drafts and just do the undrafted free agent thing because they got Bajent and Sanborn. They're apparently very good at it. Yeah, that's that, that, Fill up the whole nailed. team with undrafted, <laughs> with undrafted free agents. Great plan. Perfect. Cheap. Well, that would help them you know, when they go to – Hire David Ross to replace Eberflus next year. <laughs> money left over. That would be terrific. He'll, he'll definitely fill the concussion quota for the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just he spends the whole game in the blue tent. Yes. Like Dave, um, I heard this is a concussion tent. It is. Yeah. But you know, you got that concussion like eleven years ago, so yeah. you could probably come out of the. Tent. Well, I still have it. Yeah. He's got the headset on. He's in the tent. He can't see anything. He wouldn't be hurting the team. Right. So there's that. Um, I guess uh, we're, do- we're, we're recording this on Tuesday. I guess tomorrow is D-Day. We'll find out if Justin's going to play or not. Um, I'm going to base this on nothing. I think he probably is going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he came back at the end of last week and practiced. I think that was always kind of the idea was if we can get you back at the end of the week and get a, get a practice or right. two, and then you might, you probably, then we can, you know, I think if he hadn't practiced until Monday and then they're like, okay, well, you're going to play Thursday. That might've, you know, he might not have yeah. passed whatever elaborate test the bears crack uh, trainers have. Right. I wonder what they are. Like just hand him a ball. Can you hold this? <laughs> yep. All right. You're good. <laughs> yeah, but it hurts. Shut up. 
Uh, Is your heart beating, Justin? All right, good to go. Get in there. <laughs> Put a mirror under your nose. Oh, there's fog. You're fine. Go in. <laughs> Not a vampire. Um, well, th- this whole season basically is has now become is Justin Fields the quarterback for 2024. Yeah. That's what the whole rest of the season is about. Yeah, so they have they of- found their backup. They get that's good, but that's now that's the rest of the season is about answering that one question. That's it. And hopefully he've got eight. Hopefully he will play eight games in a row. And it'll help. He had he hadn't played well in that first half against the Vikings, but he played his best football uh, as a Bear in the if you, if you want to count the last quarter against the Chiefs, which I always do after the concussion. I feel like that turned his whole season around. <laughs> then through the next two games, um, you know he was playing he was playing the kind of football that you would want him to play if you're going to keep him. Yeah. Yes. So exactly. If you get him back to that, then I think it makes your it, it should make your decision. It's just not going to be easy, but it would make it easier. Also, if he plays that way, he should be able to get the Bears pick out of the range of Caleb Williams or Drake May. And then mm-hmm. you've got if if the Panthers slide into that spot, you can either trade it or you can draft Marvin Harrison Jr., which I think would be a very good idea. For the Bears. That would be a really good idea. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So there, that would be that. So there, we've decided. We've we've decided. Three of us. That's what they should do. All right, good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. And then Jim Harbaugh will be the coach. And everything. Yeah. Will be great. How about Ryan Day as the coach? How about that? You know, I was I was, I was kind of pulling for that for the Harris Blues, but he's got. Marvin Harrison Jr. and Justin Fields. Can't tell me what his name won't come up at least. No, of course. Um, and I've talked about this before. I'm sure I remember this crap, but you know, we've talked and we've talked about this that the only coach the Bears have ever had that had been a head coach before is John Fox. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to steal a line from Steve Cohen, who then didn't do it. So Steve Cohen, when he first like his first or second press conference after he bought the Mets, said. I'm not paying people to learn on the job. In other words, I'm right. going to go find somebody who's done it. Other other teams can train these guys how to manage. I'm going to go find one. And then he, yep. his first chance to hire a manager, because he got, I think he inherited Buck, or at least his yep. second, he hired a guy who'd never been a manager before. <laughs> bench coach of the Yankees. Right. Um, but I, to me, that wouldn't. Why are the Bears? They they've proven they can't do it. Clearly, yeah. I can't take a coach who hasn't been a coach. It's, it's worked twice ever. Yeah, I guess it worked with Hallis, but no one had ever been well, a pro football coach before. There was nobody to hire. Exactly. Pro football wasn't pre dates. It was impossible. Yeah, pre coaching, right? Yes. Yeah. So of the times they could have done it, they've only done it twice. And I'm sitting here with no name, but right. I just yeah. I feel like at this point maybe you should hire a guy who has won something. I, I think that's probably a good idea. Yep. I'm on board with that. That's why they should bring Matt, back Matt Nagy. <laughs> there we go. He meets the criteria. Perfect. Um, yeah, well, well you know, you, you know, if the Chiefs blow, you know, a game that they have a big lead in the playoffs this year, <laughs> should be on red alert for Matt Nagy possibly being rehired again. It would be funny though if that happens and. Uh, Ryan Pace convinces um, the Falcons to to get mad. 
Yeah. Oh, nobody handles it. I've I talked to him after the last time he blew one, and whoa, I tell you, nobody handles adversity like Matt Nagy. Let's get him. Because I do think Arthur Smith, I do think Arthur Smith is uh, screwed in Atlanta. So maybe maybe yeah. Pace is already, you know. Although I would guess that uh, Ryan Pace wants to be nowhere near Matt Nagy. <laughs> yeah, that I would. Dumbass got me fired. Screw him. Yeah, right, right, right. Anybody but that guy. Well, you know, and if, back to the, if you wonder if maybe there wasn't a little element of that with the Jed move, like, you know, he doesn't want to be the another guy who's bald, dumbass manager got him fired. Yeah, and then there was the whole, you know, I, the fact that Jed had never gotten to hire his own manager. Yeah, and I get yeah, the idea right. that him and him and Theo, you know, they decided together for Russ, but just Theo made decisions. Jed didn't get to decide anything. Exactly. Jed didn't get to pick where they went to lunch. He wasn't picking no. the manager. No. He's like, Chipotle again? He's, Shut up, Jed. He's just the guy going to pick it up. They have great <laughs> right. great guacamole. It's handmade. Yeah, Jed, uh, get, leave him a nice tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jed, you can buy, okay? But yeah, I could see that, that this was, you know. A little bit of self-preservation, perhaps, yeah. It's getting out ahead of it, right? Yeah. I wondered... Um, it, did Jed get a contract extension to keep, put his deal in line because Council signed a five-year contract? Right. I don't think there's right, no way right. Jed had five years left on his deal. No, he's only got well, it was twenty-one, right? So he's only got two more years. Well, we think the Bear, the Cubs, yeah. the Cubs, and the Bears both will extend contracts and never tell anybody. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Nagy and Pace got extensions. We didn't know about it. Ross's first extension leaked out like months after he'd signed it. It's like, what is? I'm glad you guys are so confident in these moves that you yeah. just don't, you don't want anybody to know you've done them. Yeah, and then completely refuse to answer it when the media does press them on it. Right. We're not going to answer that question, guys. Yes. With, with I, I loved it when they hired you know Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. They get asked that question and they and look they, at each other. They like, looked at each other. Should we even answer this? Yes. Yes. Mike and I were live. We're live <laughs> podcasting that press conference. Yeah. And yes. it's like, oh shit, <laughs> they're looking at each other because they didn't know if they were allowed to say. It's like Jesus. What kind of so what kind of rinky dink operation is this? And yet we still we still watch it. Yeah. Well, we don't have any choice. We're born into this ship. The good news is uh, the aforementioned Brian Burns not expected to play. He's injured. Yeah, there you go. All right. So every little bit, every little bit helps. Um, the Panthers won a couple of weeks ago. It's funny, you know, they beat the Texans. And uh, Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud. Yep. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the Texans are a lot better than the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I yeah. thought one of the best moments of the weekend for the tech for any for the and the NFL was um, the Texans kicker got hurt, and they had their, one of their backup running back guy from Wisconsin come out and kick the field goal, and he made a twenty nine yard field goal. And the thing I liked the best about it was they showed D'Amico Ryan on the sidelines, and he's trying not to smile. He's just giving it this the football coach that was supposed to happen, <laughs> and he couldn't do it. He he no, froze for like five seconds, and then this big shit-eating grin came across his face. <laughs> yep, I like it. Who do we think would kick if? Uh, uh, God forbid. But what if Cairo got hurt? Hmm. What bear do we think is coming out to kick? The oh, boring a, answer is the. That's butter. a good question. Right? Let's exclude question. Trenton Gill. 
He doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think, is there anyone in the Bears currently with like a soccer background? Most of the defensive backs, they don't use their hands. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good one. Good one, Andy. Uh, huh. Cole Komet. I'll go Cole Komet. Well, clearly, I mean, the, the Bears seem to think he can do everything. <laughs> yeah. With the square toe, the straight on, you know. <laughs> well, when McMichael was the emergency kicker, and he was yeah. a straight on kicker at Texas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it is. It's um, it's probably Tyson Bajan. Don't you think? He can do it. Do a little bit of everything. Tyson Bajan. There we go. Well, he probably had to kick at Shepard. (laughs) What did you do, Shepard? Well, I was the I was the quarterback, and I was the kicker, and I was the punter, and the long snapper. That was hard, but I I figured out how to do that. I could do both at once. We only had we only had fourteen guys on the team, so I had to do quite a bit of stuff. (laughs) Have you ever been to a Division Two game? We don't have that many guys. Yes, man. Um, Cole Komet. Credit where credit is due. That touchdown catch was a great catch. Hell of a catch. Oh, yes, that first one. That was Hell beautiful. And then, right in the fingers. I will I, I will admit I did enjoy – I don't like Tiki. Tiki's kind of a pain in the ass. But I do yeah. like Matt Ryan and Andrew Catalan. And, but I yeah. think it was Tiki who actually pointed this out. There was a – Cole caught a pass. It was kind of an improvised play, and they showed the replay, and I'm pretty sure it was Tiki. He was like, well, this – talk about getting rewarded. He completely misses the block, which then puts uh, Bajan in, you know, all kinds of trouble. So Bajan just looks for him as a security – so he basically, whiffing out a block, earned him a catch because Bajan's <laughs> like, here, you take it. He just like yeah. – he threw it around the guy to get it to him. It was nice to see Darnell Mooney actually uh, get thrown yeah. at. Yeah. Yes. One of them, I think it was Matt Ryan, referred to uh, Komet and Mooney as uh, Bajan's, um security blankets. I, th- I think that's how this is supposed to work, right? Like, when all else fails, your slot receiver and your tight end should yeah. be the guys you can right. kind of check down to or look, you know... Um, I mean, I don't, I don't blame Justin. His security blanket is just throw it somewhere near DJ Moore, which is not a bad idea. Not at all. But that seems to be it, which is fine. Where's two? Just throw it somewhere near him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. Does, um, has uh, obvious shirts, you know, they have the one plus two equals six shirt for fields to more for a touchdown. More. Do they yep. have 17 plus 85 equals six? <laughs> no, I commit. I bet they do now. Yeah, they, they can don't give away any free ideas. They Andy. can put them right yeah. by the Schwisdom shirts at the back of the store. Yeah. <laughs> do they have a Bajan's Agents shirt yet? That would seem like that's something they would do. I don't know what their Bajan shirt was. Secret Bajan. Was it Bajan? just Secret Bajan Man? Yeah. Bajan Man sounds like something. That, yeah. name. Or did they scramble the letters around? And, oh, it spells gas money too. <laughs> oh, the irony. Like, what? No, it doesn't. Eh, go with it. All right, fine. Whatever. Um, I think it was a little weird that, you know, they showed some highlights coming back from commercial break of, like, the path going down the Saints locker room, and there's, like, a quote from Matt Ryan on one of the walls in the Saints, like, pathway to their locker room. It's like, aren't the Saints and Falcons, like, a really big rivalry? Like, why would you be putting that quote in your locker room? 
What was the quote? I don't see. I didn't see. What was the quote? You guys suck, Some... Matt Ryan. No. <laughs> <laughs> they use it for motivation. They did show that. <laughs> they did show the tackling dummy that they had. That they still have his jersey on, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> no, I think it was something about how like intense of an like environment it is place to play it in is New to Orleans. Play. Yeah. yeah. Do the Bears have "I own you" on the tunnel? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, See, this is where this this used to, this happened with like. I always felt like if Jay had been more of the kind of um, pedantic showman that Brett Favre was, it would have served him better. Like I was talking about this when he got injured in the NFC Championship game. He came out. He limped out. He tried to play. He didn't even limp out. He came out. He tried to play. Realized his knee wasn't going to let him. He couldn't even stand up. And he came out of the game. And everybody said he was. You know, Players started ripping him, said he was a puss and all that stuff. If that had been Favre, he would have gone out, tried to play, fallen down, like in front of everybody, made this huge scene about how injured mm-hmm. he was, then pretended to try to stay in the game, and then left. And he would have been this, like, big hero. Um, I wanted Fields I wanted to, 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 like, play catch on the field before the game, Aaron Rodgers style, just to yeah. show how close he was to coming back. That would be great. That this whole idea that that Aaron Rodgers standing there throwing basically stationary is proving anything is just the most ridiculous. Oh look, he's close to coming back. Is he? He's standing there, putting very little weight on his left leg. Um, they're like he doesn't have a boot on. Yeah. It's like yeah, because he had his surgery like two months ago. They took the boot off. They take the boot off after like ten days, and yeah, make you walk around without right. it. Right. No. But you know they're. I don't know. The Packers must have like a whichever Harlan they still have. Actually, I don't think they do. And they have to fire theirs for which would no oh, the Bob Bears. Harlan. The Bears Harlan got got kicked out of the NFL for gambling, right? I think that's right. There was a uh, there was Kevin Harlan, Harlan, and then there's Hill? their dad. Was there their dad who was worked for the Packers Bob forever? Bob. Was their dad, yeah. And then the Bears had Brian, and he got he got in trouble for gambling. <laughs> I wonder if Bob set up the whole propaganda thing in Green Bay where they teach the quarterbacks, like, okay, here's what you do. Here's how you milk this shit. The fans will eat it up. Yes. Because it does apparently work. Um, do we think the Panthers are maybe regretting uh, picking uh, – I want to almost call him Bryce Harper. They should have drafted Bryce Harper. Bryce Young instead of C.J. Stroud. They may be. C.J. only threw for 480 yards yesterday. They may be, yeah. But in their head-to-head contest. You know, young one. So clearly he's better. Exactly. There you go. There you go. At least now there's no, no regret on the Texans' part for winning that final game to give the Bears the number one pick, no. though. Because they, yeah. they, they made that work just fine. Yeah. 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 They, I think they're going to regret, as good a player as Will Anderson is, I do think they're going to regret giving up their number one next year, though, just to move up, like, three spots to draft him. Because it's still, uh-huh. I mean, they're playing pretty well, but they're not going to win that many games. Right. Um, that yep. seemed like an overpay at the time. So it is weird. I mean, there's there's a pretty, there's, the scenario gets less and less as the, as the Texans win a few games, but there is a chance that the first four picks in the draft in some order could be owned by two um two uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like like original Chicago football teams. Oh, right, right, right. The Cardinals right. and the Cardinals. 
Because the Cardinals have their own and the Texans, and the Bears have their own and the Panthers. You're telling me the Hammond pros aren't in the running? (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, um, who were the, somebody was the steamrollers. Providence? Yes, the Providence steamrollers. Right. I don't know that they still have, uh, Nobody has a sweet deal in the NFL uh, like the Spirit of St. Louis. The old ABA, in lieu of um, when the ABA was dissolving, they somehow were, their ownership somehow worked out a deal where instead of taking like this huge amount of, at the time, huge amount of cash, cashing in mm-hmm. for the basically dissolving their franchise, they took a share of the broadcast revenue and they still get it. Ah, Every time the NBA signs a new deal, this family in St. Louis gets this obscenely big check, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger every time, and it'll go on forever because of the way the deal is written. The NBA has tried to buy them out of it multiple times, and they won't do it. They're like, no, that's okay. Yeah, right, we're good. No, it's a money-making machine. That's a good deal. Um, You guys know what the spread is? On Thursday night. Oh, I'd say Bears by four. Um, I will go Bears. Right around where Pusateri's at. I'll say Bears minus three. You guys are both sides of it. Bears three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Ah, there we go. And the over-under is six. No. <laughs> six. What, what, is, what is the over-under? 39 is the over. How about the fact, and it was the most predictable thing ever, Iowa Northwestern, with the lowest over-under in NCAA Division I history, went under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Did you see what Iowa's is for this upcoming week, too? I no. think it's like 28 and a half. <laughs> yeah. I just want them to put, give him an over-under of three. Just three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Single-digit over-under. Yeah. Somebody scores a safety, and that's the whole, all the scoring for the game. You went to the you went to the last Wrigley game, right, Mike? Because it was Prisbury was playing it. Did yes. they? Did they? They didn't. Did they have nets behind the goalposts for that one? Because they didn't even bother to put them up. They were just letting them kick the. No, <laughs> they, they figured didn't. nobody's yeah, going to kick. But when they did, yeah. they just kicked it right into the bleachers, and then the fans yeah. threw the ball back for them. <laughs> that's great. Did anyone try? Well, didn't have enough scoring for it, but would have been cool if like. One of the kickers tried to kick it on a Sheffield. Yeah, you would think. See, give them an extra point for that. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a question, I think it was today on Good Morning Football. It was. Because so, the running back from the um, Texans made the field goal, 29-yard field goal. So they asked the panel if any of them thought, if they gave him five attempts, if they could make a 29-yard field goal. Hmm. And um, mm-hmm. Daryl McCoy was filling in for Jason McCourty because Jason's in Germany getting ready to do the game. And um, he said he knew he couldn't. And he told a story <laughs> about they had a bunch of kids at practice one day and they were, like, doing stuff. And he said, anybody want to try to kick a field goal? And he goes, I'll try it. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I kicked it. He goes, I barely got it off the ground. And it went way <laughs> left. He goes, a left ground ball. There's no way I could do it. Um, I think the only person who said kid. they could make it. Yeah, it was um, was Jamie Erdahl, the post. And she didn't. She left out a key piece of information. She played basketball and soccer in college. Oh. And her, ah. But she did reveal that her husband 
at the time he graduated from high school, was the all-time leading scorer in Minnesota State High School football history. And he, and he was a kicker, and he thought wow. he could teach it. So I ask you guys, do either of you think that if I, we gave you five chances, you could make a 29-yard field goal? No shot. I think no mm. shot. No way. Maybe when I was in high school, not these days. So I was in uh, – I wasn't as handsome as Andy Reid, but I was in uh, punt, pass, and kick when I was in. Uh, what was that? Nice. Okay. Junior high and maybe freshman year, I still did it. We, I think I was, okay. I think it was young enough to do it. And I made a, I made a few field goals. Okay. Nice. But they added a thing to their scenario that I knew that I, I would not make it, and that was, they, um, you have to kick it, like, live, like with the line and, no. Because I even as a even as a youth when I was spry, I can't do the thing that a kicker has to do, which is get the ball up really fast. Like you can't just mm-hmm. kick it, you can't hit it like a golf ball. It can't just go str- you know long and low and right. work its way right. up because you're gonna hit the honestly you'll hit your snapper in the ass, much less the line. It has to get up pretty fast, and then you have to. There's no way in hell you could give me a thousand kicks, and I right. then there's no. Yeah, it has to be like a slap shot in hockey where you bring your leg before the ball and then go up as you kick it. Yeah. On my high school team, we had a uh, we had a, a, a foreign exchange student from Brazil who came and uh, he played with us our senior year, and uh, so he wanted to be the kicker. He was very disappointed. He came. We didn't have a soccer team, so he didn't have anything to play. He played soccer in Brazil. And he wanted to play. Uh, so he came to the football right. team, and um, the two things I remember about Pedro. Of course he was named Pedro was um, the first like it was it was October the first game he thought was cold it was like in the yeah. 50s but for Pedro that was cold oh yeah he was dressed like Randy in a Christmas story he <laughs> couldn't bend his el- he couldn't bend his knees he couldn't bend his arms he had like every piece of clothes like when Joey put on all of Chandler's clothes that's yeah. how Pedro showed up dressed for the- and the coach is like you you can't kick a football like that you got to take all that stuff off oh I'm gonna freeze to death he's like well no you're not uh, the other thing he tried to convince him <laughs> was he wanted our coach wanted him to kick extra points straight on. Okay. Like old fashioned. Right. That's how all the you know that's how all right. the dopey white farm kids were doing it. And right. And he's like, just do it. And Pedro's like, well, I can kick. You know, he's kicking soccer style. Yeah. And our coach is like, yeah, but you only make like half of them. He goes, just line up straight ahead. You have a you have a really strong leg. Just for the extra points, you'll he goes, you just you'll make every single one. And Peter was like, "No, I'm going to kick it like this," and so we had like our our one of our backup linemen was we had this soccer player who could kick the ball like 60 yards. He <laughs> attempted like four kicks all year because we would just send out the linemen who would make the extra <laughs> point. Nice. <laughs> like, all right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So that's kicker talk for this week. Um. All right. So. In the battle of the uh, of the Bears and the Panthers, mm-hmm. there's three possible scenarios. Bears could win, the Panthers could win, it could be a tie. What do we think is the preferred scenario for the Bears? Hmm. I think the one we can rule out is you don't want a Panther win. Right. And they only have the one win. You want the, them, you know, don't want that. Even you're not tanking. 
in this one. You need you right. want to beat them because they're your better chance to get the number one overall pick. Yeah. So it's either is a win or a tie. What's uh what would be what would be the preferred outcome given all things considered? Oh, I think at this point in the season with, you know, Tyler Murray is going to be back for Arizona seemingly this week, maybe they might, they might start winning some games. They're currently in the number one pick slot right now. Um, I feel like you have a better chance of improving the Panthers pick than your own pick. So I think I would go bears. win. All right. Bears win. Well, I think you want, I mean, you want the fewer wins, the better for the draft position. So I would say a bear, uh, bears tie. tie. I think I think you're right. I think yeah. mathematically, and we were joking before we started recording that we should. If Steve Kornacki wasn't busy tonight with election night, we would uh, have him on to tell us. But I think the I think, mathematically the preferred outcome is a tie. Both teams win. Both teams lose. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I doubt if Which you is. ask Matt Eberflus. Uh, if he would, if if he'll settle for the tie, I don't think you're getting his agreement. Probably not. He's like, I've only won five of these fucking things in two years. <laughs> I am not tying. Yeah. So, uh, do we think if the Bears lose, and you know, this is the this was one of the three danger points of the season that we identified yep. for Matt, especially given, you know, I'm sure Ryan Poles, you know. Probably, I'm sure he subscribes to the Pointless Exercise newsletter. He's probably listening sure. to, to Praz's podcast last night. Yeah. Thinking, ooh, the <laughs> Cubs got a lot of buzz by doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we think they're, say they lose to the Panthers at all. I'm not even, I'm not even saying they get beat 30 to 10. What if they lose to okay. the Panthers? Um, is there a chance that uh, for the first time ever, the Bears have an interim coach? Eh. Uh... I don't think so at this point in the season. There's nothing worth saving. I think it's a really interesting question. Um, I kind of think they'd have to lose by like two touchdowns. Kind of like we were. Yeah, I think I think it'd have to be a pretty convincing. Yeah, I think they'd have I to. I think, yeah. to, I think they have to embarrass themselves against a terrible team. Right. And then yeah, I just might look at it like we just can't. I can't sell this shit anymore. Um, right. Yeah, and the Cubs just did it, which doesn't help Flus. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I could see it if it's a loss that is like strictly because of a terrible coaching error, maybe. Yeah, like but if he does the uh, the thing that Nathaniel Hackett did last year, where he fucks up and they don't get the say they're in in field goal position at the end of the game, but they don't actually get the kickoff. Yeah, they lose right. because they couldn't get Cairo on the field to kick an ex- to kick a game winning field goal. Yeah, that would probably that might that might that would uh, probably do it too. That might be That's his fine. undoing. Yes, uh, but they are. I mean, they are. They're firing coaches one at a time. It's such a so pretty soon they're going to be down to just like the last three or four guys. Right. If Lewis just coaching every position to get fired, running backs coach, a defensive funny, coordinator. Like, okay, well, we're coach. firing you as head coach, uh, but you're still running backs coach and defensive coordinator. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be great. We're, we're still paying you, buddy. You're going to have to show up yeah. and do your job. All right. Well, um, so I asked you the, what we think the preferred one is, but what do you think is going to happen? Are we going to – is there going to be a victory Friday? 
I I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Bears win and cover. I will say that the Bears will win, but it will be the Panthers that cover. Ooh. I just think it goes to overtime. Ooh. We get a game-winning field goal from Cairo. Okay. All I right. think they will. I think it will be a uh, uh, basically a redo of the Raiders game, where the Bears mm. basically comfortably win. Like, okay, don't dazzle you with their brilliance, but you at a point where you they score early and you never really feel like they're going to get beat. Right. Right. So, how many? I would not want to want. I would not have wanted to have been L. Michaels. Square jar at home this week. I'm sure he's not. <laughs> how many? How many complaints will we will we hear from Al about about the game and the teams? He will not, he over won't, there. He won't hide it. No, I mean he'll yeah. give. I think Al no, will give it a chance. All. Like if it turns into some kind of entertaining, like two young quarterbacks, you know, making plays, he'll go with it. And early on, when he realizes that's not what it's going to be, I think then we'll just get a constant stream of backhanded compliments and passive-aggressive comments yeah, right. about, okay. All right. well, at least we enjoy it. You know, you come to Chicago, you can always have a good meal, Kirk. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you go to the Willis Tower? Uh... <laughs> Al leaves at halftime, just goes, decides to fucking go to a steakhouse. Yeah. Kirk, yep. you want to handle this? I'm out of here. Like, what? I'm, going I'm to, Al Michaels. Going to well, you're not going to fight yeah. me. I'd rather actually eat a vegetable than watch do whatever. Of this game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because it's on Amazon Prime, I will um, I will make the recommendation again that you, uh, if you when you watch the game, pick the alternate feed for the uh, next gen stats feed. It's a it's a it's kind of an all twenty two, but it's not. It's a little closer than that. But it they put the they put the cool little like they identify who the players are. Sometimes if there's a there's a thing they've written into the software that if a player if they think he's blitzing, he like glows. So you watch oh. the movie, he's like, ooh, this guy looks like he's going to blitz. Uh, it'll show you how fast guys are running. Okay. All kinds cool. of shit okay. you don't need. Interesting. But when you're watching a game between two awful teams, uh, any kind of distraction is probably worth it. It's going to help. Yeah. <laughs> or watch the Spanish feed. Maybe you learn a few words. That's good, too. That's good, too. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. All right, gents. Thank, Thank you. you. Many of us have herpes. This fitting has got to be done with one of the best games of all time. Just unbelievable. Got to congratulate the, uh, the Dolan family.